and welcome back to Strictly Hip Hop, episode 15. As always, I'm your host, Chris Platty, and this is the first podcast with no guest, actually, uh, for the Strictly Hip Hop series, so I apologize, but I wanted to get this out to you. I promise I won't be long-winded on this podcast. I'm expecting 15 to 20 minutes. We'll see how this runs. But anyways, this is a Dave East Kyrie Chanel album review. Now, this album, I believe, is named after his recent daughter, uh, who was just born. This is uh, this is his first project on Apple Music. Uh, he came up in the game through some mixtapes. He was he actually signed to Nas. He's a Harlem rapper, and he signed to Nas in 2014 under Mass Appeal, and now just recently closed a deal with Def Jam. So he's going to be involved in that. So I don't think this is technically his debut album. I think this is just a mixtape that reached uh, Apple Music. I'm not entirely sure. Um, no one seems to know. Some people are calling it mixtape. Some people are calling it album. But I'll refer to it as an album out of respect. Anyways, you can find it on Apple Music. And so let's get into this. So before this uh, before this album re- was released, I only knew Davies through one feature on a Chris Webby song that I liked um, called Ignition. And I liked him on that, and I always kind of just never really got around to getting into his body of work, but um, I can honestly say that this album made me go back and listen to his body of work, and I plan on continuing because I like it so much. So, I'm again, I'm not going to be long-winded with this. I'm going to just go through a few of the tracks that I think are important, give my thoughts, and then uh, then I'll move into my overall loves and, and hates about the album and just my overall thoughts and a rating out of 10. So... We'll start with It Was Written, which is obviously a clear homage to Nas. Um, uh, but Dave Davies comes in hard right from the beginning and starts, and he starts from this current and reflective state of, um, of where he's at now, and he's kind of reflective, where he has this really strong line that really hits me and stands out, saying, everybody keep telling me to make a cl- club record. You ain't trapping no more. Stop making drug records. You got a daughter on the way. Stop making thug records. And so it kind of shows you that he's in this kind of weird place because uh, those of you that know the background of Dave East or, or don't even know, um, he was he was just a kid that grew up in Harlem and he was actually being recruited and getting looks by, uh, by the NBA. Uh, he was that good at basketball and he also had to trap and, you know, sell drugs to make money and make time for the studio sessions and whatever. He just had to, like, kind of find himself... Uh, find his way in this and even in the album he talks about getting kicked out of uh, kicked out of school because of because of uh, possession of drugs so anyways so now he's at this point in his life where he actually has success he has money he has fame so why is he still uh, he doesn't need to trap anymore so he's not trapping anymore so stop making trap records and it's just kind of again it's just kind of that narrative that you see a lot with uh you see a lot with artists that are that come up from like the inner city struggles you see them always uh the the survivor's guilt is what it's called where they're very um they feel bad about making it out in some way and the people um the people from that area where they made it out like to criticize them for uh for not being authentic when yet he's just really telling the story in the state of mind he's in so again, right now he's at this point where he's too famous to make drug records, or sorry, not to make drug records, but to trap and, and do all that stuff. And again, he's got this really, the last line really hits me. You got a daughter on the way, stop making thug records. 
And so to me, I don't know much about Davy's personal life, but maybe this is his first daughter or even first child. And so I think that that's just kind of really all hitting him at once. And then as the song goes on, he progresses into, uh, he shouts out Biggie saying he had a dream that he was on the Life After Death album. And he calls out rappers as being actors. And like, you know, when you first listen to this, if you have no idea who Dave East is, you would think he is an OG artist who's been around in the game because of the way he's talking. Uh, he brings that, he's very authentic and he brings that hardcore New York hip hop sound that's just very true to New York and its hip hop roots. And so that was immediately what attracted me to his music was um, just the authenticity that he brings and the, uh, just the actual New York sound that he brings because I don't think it's something that's really, at least to my knowledge at this point, it's really prevalent as much anymore. And uh, I'll get into that later, but he, he, goes, on, he goes on to say, even, even connecting with that line, that this, this that talk that got my city wanting to rap again, saying again that New York has been generally looked at as a place that recently hasn't had a lot of success in terms of in terms of hip hop, uh, it's kind of been like the West Coast and the South has been dominating as of recently, and so he's trying to kind of establish New York, and he's saying, "Look, like what I'm doing is so good that it's making it's making uh, just New York people want to rap again." And so I, I love the intro track; it's one of my favorites off that. But another one that I like is again. And I love this track because he raps over the hooks. And to me, that's something that I just I just find tight as hell, honestly. I love that he's rapping over hooks. Um, you know, we're in an era where we don't really like we don't really hear that as much anymore where you rap over a hook. Most of the time it's just, you know, singing, whether it's uh from the artist themselves or a feature or whatever. So um I really like that. And he does that throughout the album, which is something that's really strong. So I really like that song. Uh, can't ignore Davies and Two Chains. Two Chains comes in with one of my favorite Two Chain verses ever. I thought he really brought it, and Davies really sets the mood. Um, uh, you know, talking again that New York talk. I'm from Harlem. How how can I not be conceited? You know, and Warren Buffett shit. I gotta meet him, showing his big ambitions and everything. And so he's just on that New York uh, hip hop shit, talking all that shit. And so the next one is uh, Thirty Brothers. I'll say. Um, so it's a nice soft instrumental and I believe it, I, I like it because it complements the harsh reality that Davies portrays and he's talking basically from the perspective of you know he's he's the one that he's the one that made it out again it's that survivor's guilt he's the one that made it out but yet at the same time um, he's you know telling telling everybody else look forget what they say about you whether they love you or hate you or criticize what you're doing just get the paper, just get out of there and, you know, better yourself, really, at the end of the day. And so I really like that song. Um, and I'll address the skit, the skit part of it later, because that ties into a later theme. But I just like the, I like the way he delivers the song and the message and perspective he gives from it. Now, this next one, Keisha. Now, this one was one that really got my attention. That's why I want to talk about it is uh, shout out to Davies, by the way. He retweeted me when I shouted him out for this song. Um, so Davies showcased to me what was absolute elite storytelling ability on this track. I mean, the way he was able to tell the story, I mean, it really put you there. It really made you, you could actually, you can actually visualize everything that's happening as it's happening when you're, uh, when you're listening to a song. And 
you know, a lot of artists like to story tell, but not many artists I've heard of recently do it as well as he did on this song. And so the song is about this girl that he meets and hooks up with, and then in the end she played him and robbed him for his money. And again, just his storytelling on this song is very, very, uh, is, is very, very good. And the way he's able to build the story, that's a lot of thing. Any anyone can tell a story on a mic, but he, the way he's able to craft the story and create the arc of it, introduce the characters, all that, and actually make it almost like a book in a way, in terms of a in in the song itself, uh, is very, very good. Um, so eyes on me. So this is my one criticism, pretty much, of the whole album. Uh, this At this point in my listen, this is my first listen. Um, I've listened to it more since, but in my first listen, when I see Fab on the track list next, I get real geeked, because Fabulous is one of the greatest and most underrated rappers of all time. And so I'm expecting him and Dave East to just kind of trade bars on some hard New York hip-hop beat. You know what I mean? And then... He, they just take a totally different approach and they take kind of like this club record uh club slash hit record uh and to me it just didn't it just didn't work i didn't like the auto tune um i'm not i am a fan of auto tune but the thing that was so refreshing about this project was the lack of auto tune and it was just straight hip hop so uh i didn't necessarily mind it or think it's bad but on this project i just i just didn't think it fit I didn't think the song fit. I didn't think anything about this uh, about the song overall fit, whether it was the styles or anything. And it just to me it was it was kind of disappointing because I wanted to see some you know like some some cipher type some cipher type bars like bar for bar with with Davies and and Fab that would have been that would have been real nice to see. Um, so the next track i have is slow down and this one awesome vocals by i hope i'm saying your name jazzy amra right i hope i'm saying your name right i apologize if i'm not um because i had never heard of her before but i really like the vocals uh she did a great job singing phenomenal job uh and then davies once again is reflective and kind of storytelling and he's reflective and effective with it um and i i just love that and he actually, he does have a little auto-tune on this, even though I just got done criticizing the auto-tune on, um, on All Eyes on Me. But on this one, he has a little auto-tune bridge at the end, and I just really like it. I think it really kind of hammers home uh, the message of the song that he's portraying. And so I really like it. And now, now we're going to transition to Don't Shoot. To me, Don't Shoot is easily my favorite song on the album uh i love it as a near end of track album davies once again showcases elite storytelling this is as good as keisha was in terms of storytelling this is on a whole nother level of storytelling he really like when i hear it it actually takes me there i feel like i'm there i feel like i'm going through what davies is going through i can feel the pain like everything of, of this story and so basically this whole story is he creates this narrative of his encounters and feelings towards police over the years. And what he does is I'm not entirely sure uh, if he just changed the pitch in his voice or in, in, uh, in post edit or if he uh, or if he just actually um, did something else and or some other type of effect. But basically he heightens and raises uh, the squeakiness of his voice and like the level of his of his pitch in order to betray himself as a younger kid 
as what what is 10 years old at that point in the story and then he transitions to being a teenager uh and playing basketball and everything and then and then he transitions to where he's at an adult and this whole time is built around his attitude towards police and how he feels towards police and he even starts and the thing that's so chilling is when he's when he's rapping from this perspective of himself as 10 years old it's very very chilling what he when he talks about the encounters of be the encounters he has with the police and you know he's uh he's getting accused of being robbed and he's like I'm I'm 10 I've never stolen anything in my life maybe maybe a bag of chips or a pack of gum but that's it and and he's at he goes home and he asks mom why mom why are the police mean and all this and all these things and so it just really the way he delivers it really makes you feel that I can't do it justice um but I but I love this song and it's easily one of it's easily my favorite on this and one of my favorite songs of the year because uh, again I just get I just get really attached to story so I love that record and it's a great this is the second to last song on the album and to me it's just an absolute essential and great great song to have on the album and it's a great way to gear up towards it's a great transition to an outro uh, which is Bad Boy on Death Row. And I love how Davey starts by saying, I welcome y'all to greatness. I just love that because it, it sets the mood, just like just like what DJ Khaled did with Nas on, on um, God, Nas' album Done. I was blanking the song for a minute. And he says, he says, timeless, classic. You know, and he's talking all that talk, and it just, it kind of, it kind of just, like, sets you in the mood with between the instrumentation and between between the saying of I welcome you all to greatness it just really kind of hits it kind of hits and it just kind of like puts you in that moment like yeah this is actually really something special and they deliver on that which is which is a whole nother thing not only do they set the mood for that for greatness but they actually deliver and so it's Dave East and Game on this track and they're just kind of trading bar for bar and they clash so well over such a soft beat uh, and they're just talking about their cities. This song reminds me a lot of uh, what Game had on Documentary 2 and 2.5. Uh, it was a bonus track called uh, Soundtrack to My Life. And with Meek Mill, of co- uh, ironically of all people, it was Meek Mill on it. But um, it, it was just it, it's just talking about the two cities, Games from Compton, you know, obviously Davies from Harlem. And so... They just kind of talk about their, they just trade bars talking about their city and about their stories uh, of just being there and everything. And they kind of, you kind of, they do a great job of showing how, showing what their cities are and showing how similar they are. Like, because when you're hearing it, you're hearing the different sounds and styles. You're hearing games West Coast style. You're hearing Dave East New York style. But you're also at the same time, you're seeing how even though these cities are different, these styles are different, musically they're similar, as well as culturally they're, they're very similar. And so I really like that. Um, to me, it's, it's a great moment for hip-hop heads. I mean, this whole album's great for hip-hop heads, but I'll kind of get into that in my, in my conclusion. And another thing is, I, I don't know if this is necessarily a negative or a positive, but it's just something that struck me as weird. Uh, so Game is actually the last person to rap on this album. He does the last few bars, and he's talking about what he's going to do in Harlem, how he's like he's in Harlem right now, and this is what he's going to do, this and that. And the, in fact, the last word of this whole entire album is when Game says Compton. 
and it just fades out. And so to me, it was just kind of weird because, again, this is a very, very New York album. Like, you know it from the moment you hear it. It's very NY. It's very it's very NY hip-hop. And so to me, I just, I don't know. It didn't really fit to me. Um, but, again, I kind of like it. I kind of like it because it's an OG kind of talking and kind of, because game ends it not necessarily rapping, just kind of talking about what he's going to do in Harlem and everything. And it's kind of... Uh, He's kind of acknowledging Davies as that guy in New York, uh, in Harlem, and kind of like, you know, accepting him as as a great artist. And so I really like that aspect of it. But to me, it would have been more powerful if like somebody like Nas was doing it. But then again, if it's if it's Nas on it, who's also from NY, then then you don't have the contrast of the two cities, which is really the central central theme of the song. So I don't know. I just felt like maybe Dave East should have ended the album with, you know, talking about his city or something. Uh, to me, it just kind of felt weird for Game to talk about Dave East City from his perspective. I just thought it was kind of, it was kind of an odd way. Not saying that it was bad, but just saying that it just kind of didn't really click for me. But overall, it's a very strong outro track. And to me, every album, every album that I like in history has a strong intro and a strong outro. And so to me that's what Davies has on this. And I'll I'll just get into my love right now. So my love of this is again the intro and outro just really show not only the uh the journey that Davies went through and is going through currently, but also just it shows um it just it just really reflects what where he's at in life and I just really I just really like that, um, and it's the whole the whole album, as you can tell by what I've been saying in the podcast, is very very autobi- autobiographical. Um, he really kind of takes you there and takes you to these places with his great storytelling. I love the hardcore beats, uh, and he uses some very soft sampling because he has a brash personality and a brash voice um, and on on most of these records. And I think just in general, Davies's personality and and vocals, at least on on records, are very brash. And but he uses uh he uses nice sampling like uh sending my love by Zayn. I hope I'm saying that right. And um, I'm not sure what the other one is, but on the sample of Thirty Brothers is really nice too. Like I really like that sample as well. Um, but I just love overall. I love that he's an NY hip hop artist. You really feel it. He reps NY. He reps the culture of hip hop in general. And I think that he, I I just think that it's great because it's great to see him acknowledging his OGs before him, such as Nas, such as Beanie Siegel, who's on this. Um, you know, even I think he even gives he gives a line to Biggie. I think he even, if I'm remembering right now, I might be blanking, but I think he even gives a line to Jada Kiss. He has Fab on the mixtape, so he's giving love to all these NY dudes. Um, but he's really for the hip hop culture, which I which I love. Like I said before, and I love that on hooks, like I said earlier too as well, that he's rapping on the hooks, which is very, very refreshing. He's actually rapping on the hooks, like type of time, like the song again, like the song SDE, etc. I mean, he really raps over hooks and that never really happens anymore. And then the last thing I have for the likes is the just the overall uh, storytelling he has in today's game is elite. I mean, to me, I don't put him on Kendrick's level. 
at least not off of this project, but I definitely think he's up there, and maybe he's even on J. Cole's level in terms of storytelling. Maybe that's a reach, maybe that's not, but he's very, very good and very, very effective with the storytelling. Uh, but, but again, my only dislikes were that I didn't like how he used Fab. All songs, to me, are really good, but not necessarily standout hits. But I think he's on pace to do that in the next project. Uh, and I don't like the skits at the beginning of the song. I like how, not to again make a Kendrick comparison, but I like how in Good Kid, Mad City, if you're going to incorporate skits, I like them being on the back end of, of the previous song leading into the next song rather than starting the next song. Um, I, I much rather prefer that. But again, that's just a, that's just a me personal taste um, because a lot, it's, it's a lot easier to skip those. If you're uh, if they're on the back end of a song, then they are on the on the beginning end of a song because then you have to kind of fast forward if you don't want to hear. It. And some of these skits are long. I believe one of them's even. I believe it's all eyes on me is a minute forty. So I mean, some of these skits are long. Not saying that they're bad skits. Just saying that to me, I just I prefer them on the back end of a song versus on the beginning of a song. But um, I'm ready to give into my overall thoughts. So I promise I wouldn't keep you long. It's about 20 minutes now, so I promise not to go too much over this. Uh, I give it an 8.5 out of 10. Uh, again, my final takeaways are there wasn't really any standout songs, um, but except for the except for to me, "Don't Shoot," which was again just a phenomenal song. But outside of that, there wasn't really any. They were all really good. I didn't have any problems with any of them except for "All Eyes on Me." Um, but the rest of them are very good, and they're songs that I can listen to easily for a long time. But to me, they didn't have any standout. He didn't have any standout big level records to me. Uh, but I think he showed a lot of potential like that. And I feel like again, once again, he's taking you to NY, which is not easy to do. I I love that. I love all the potential he shows in this album. Like. That's the thing that has me so geeked about this album. Not only is the music good, but he just shows so much potential. He shows that potential to be top tier in hip-hop, I think. I think he really shows great flashes of that. And I think that it's not a far stretch to predict that he can one day be in the top tier of hip-hop. Um, I highly recommend this album to any 2016 uh, new hip-hop fan because this is real New York hip-hop. And it has so much to it. And the way he incorporates the OGs in the game on this project actually made me, myself, go back and listen to these East Coast OGs. Um, because, minus, of course, Game, who's a West Coast OG. But I love I love that because, you know, just recently, for whatever reason, Jada Kiss Fab, those guys just haven't been in my rotation recently. Um, I'm, a, I'm a huge fan of them. I like their work. But um, I just, you know, they just kind of fell out of rotation. You know, I'm reviewing all these albums and whatever. But this album was so good, so NY good, so New York hip-hop good that I actually went back and listened to some old, you know, hip-hop stuff in in East Coast hip-hop, uh, some Wu-Tang, too. I sprinkled that in, too. Uh, you know, so it was just very, very cool um, to make. It was very, very cool that he was able to have that kind of resonating effect on me. And this is coming from a guy who prefers West Coast music. Um, I'm a West Coast fan through and through. Uh, but but again, and that shows you just the power of Dave East and how he was able to really, really impact me like that and make me want to go back and listen to not only him, but 
also his predecessors that he pays so much homage to. That's why I think it's a great album for for hip hop fans in 2016. If you're new, I think this is a really a great gatekeeping way to introduce you to some new and old sounds and really kind of get you to really dig deep into the hip hop roots and the roots overall of the genre itself, not just East Coast. Uh, but I like this a lot. It's probably in my top 10 favorite of the year, maybe top five. I don't know. I got to sit on it more to kind of see where it's at. Um, but I really love it. I, I really love it. 8.5 is, I believe, one of my highest ratings that you'll see all year. Um, so I, I really, really like this. Uh, to me, this might not be too much, or this might be too much to say, but I really do think that, I've said it before, Davies has the potential to kind of revitalize the hip-hop sound in New York. And that's no offense to Designer because Designer's doing his own thing that doesn't really sound New York. And no offense to Joey Badass either, who's good as hell, by the way. But between those two, I think that New York is finally about to be back on the rise. And I think I think that Davies really has the potential to kind of bring New York back to the forefront and kind of raise the East, the East Coast a little. Um, so to me, I'll give you my favorite tracks. Uh, obviously, you know my one dislike is All Eyes on Me. That's the only dislike track I have. But some of my favorites are Don't Shoot. Uh, can't ignore Don Pablo, which I didn't talk about earlier, is a really great song. Uh, I really like that one. Slow Down, Bad Boy. I mean, I could name every song on here except All Eyes on Me, and and I promise you those are those are songs that will will not leave the rotation for for a very long time. All right, so I think I'll end it there, everybody. So thank you all for tuning in to Strictly Hip Hop. This is episode 15, Dave East, Kyrie Chanel album review. Once again, I apologize if I mispronounced it. Um, hope you guys check out the album. And in the meantime, if you want to hear more of my podcasts, I am on iTunes and Podbean. And you can find all of that on Twitter. My Twitter handle is at Crispy1132. That's spelled C-H-R-I-S-P-Y 1132. And through there, you can find a link to both my iTunes and Podbean where I publish not only Strictly Hip Hop, but also NBA podcasts too, because that is my other passion. So you can find all my content on both of those devices so you can go back and I'm sure there's, I'm sure there's things to listen to on both platforms for you, uh, something that will, that will intrigue you and interest you. And I also have something very, very big in hip hop coming next weekend. Uh, it is the start of a new series that I'm launching in hip-hop, and I could not be more excited about it. I think this is a monumental podcast for my hip-hop series, so I hope you guys stay tuned. It will be released next Saturday on October 22nd, so stay tuned for that. I do apologize for going over the 15 to 20-minute mark. Um, I, I just wanted to make sure I hit everything I felt was necessary in the album. So thank you guys for sticking with me. And also, oh, one more thing is that you can find me on that same Twitter handle, which is also my Snapchat handle, uh, because I do post previews of podcasts that I'm launching to kind of give you guys a behind-the-scenes look at what I'm doing uh, and give you early access to who's my guests and and everything and what podcasts I will be doing. So that is at Crispy1132. Once again, that's C-H-R-I-S-P-Y 1132. That is both my Snapchat and Twitter and through there, you will f be able to find all my content if you so wish. 
So until next time, stay with my Twitter and Snapchat to be updated on what's coming. Thank you guys for tuning in. This is Strictly Hip Hop, Episode 15, Dave East, Kyrie Chanel, Album Review.